Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host Sam, back with another episode. And I know that I missed last week. Last week was very challenging with my health. Um, I was experiencing such a nasty um, allergy flare-up because I was overextending myself to to do a spring cleaning and was not wearing the proper protection. And for those of you who have been listening, you know that I have really bad allergies and I learned something new about myself last week. Um, so I am recovering from that and dealing with all of that and <clears throat> a lot of other things. Um, of course, that's just life. That's a part of everything. But I wanted to dive into something that I've been coming to terms with a lot lately. And it's this concept of mistakes. And, you know, in learning about ourselves and really trying to figure out who we are and what we, you know, what we're doing, I think that guilt is a major player. Guilt, shame, embarrassment is a major player in fear and why we don't pursue certain things and why we're hesitant about certain things because they are a response when we make decisions or experience certain things or handle certain things in a way that we're not proud of, that probably did not share the best light of who we were or who we are. And it definitely has caused us to rethink um, some of our decisions and reprocess kind of our approach and things, and also just lose our confidence more than anything else in trying and the concept behind trying. Um, I know from personal experience, I have on plenty of different occasions, lost my confidence in trying and lost the understanding of trying and the concept of learning and what that requires. Um, simply because of this perfectionism that I run with of wanting to uphold a unnatural standard or expectation that um, things are supposed to go in my way, in my favor, or are supposed to be seamless, are supposed to be without any friction. Um, the reality is that it is quite the opposite. It does not occur that way, which is always something I'm on alert of. And, you know, it's it's interesting because this concept or just this new awakening, this aha moment that I'm currently experiencing comes from a conversation that I had with one of my mentees. And um, we were talking about kind of, you know, life and and making these different um, decisions towards um, further developing ourselves and feeling like, you know, there's a couple of times where we missed the mark. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't hit it home. And um, the reality is something I said to her, which honestly, I didn't realize um, it from that perspective until that moment where I realized I said to her, you know, um, there are no mistakes because we literally make the best decisions that we can at that given moment. It isn't until after the fact do we connect, realize, and understand that that experience was a mistake. And so it's not a mistake in the moment. It's the best version of us at that given moment. And it isn't until after the fact that we recognize and kind of say like, okay, I would I wish I would have done something differently. Um, some people say, I know this is probably going to be a mistake. No, because in that moment, you are making the decision that you believe is the best, you know, and works for the situation because there is no understanding as far as what's going to happen or the reaction, the cause or effect of that until you've already made that decision. So 
once you understand this, you can relieve yourself um, from a lot of the guilt and the shame of decisions that you've made that haven't been um, successful or went in the direction in which you were hoping for or wishing for or wanting. Um, This simply is there for you to really, really unpack and understand that that weight that we carry um, needs to be lifted in order to reconnect and um, regenerate an opportunity for us to make more um, you know, effort in trying and being explorative and being curious about things. That's more than anything else. We don't get to have discovery. We don't get to have celebrations and victories if we don't go out and put in the effort. And if the reason why you don't put in the effort is because you're afraid of failing um, or afraid of it not working out, understand that that is a part of the direction. When you are in your GPS and it tells you to go right, you're not like, I wish I would have went left. (laughs) You know, you you just don't do that because in your mind you think it's the right, you know, it's the right way. Or again, in your car and that GPS and you're getting to a destination that you're familiar with and your GPS sends you the long way. doesn't mean that you're not going to get there. It just means that the time is different. And so understanding that there are a variety of ways to get to that place, there's a variety of things that you're going to pass along that experience to get to that place. Everyone doesn't learn at the same pace. They don't absorb the same information and giving yourself the compassion and understanding that I need to take it at my pace. I need to set my expectations to what I'm able to receive and operate from and not have this expectation that I have to go with the flow of everyone else because I am my own flow. I am my own direction. I am my own um, essence. And mistakes are so, you know, unfortunately challenging to break down. So some mistakes can be larger than others. And, you know, I've been on this journey recently to identify ways that I can come to terms with things I cannot control. And that's where, you know, the concept of understanding mistakes and death and, um, you know, decisions that cause more hurt or pain or, you know, takes us longer to get to the same destination, whatever it may be. Um, the idea is that I am, you know, searching or practicing or developing ways that I can um, understand a little bit more. Why, why do I lean towards those decisions? Because it's, think of it like this. If you're a person who is trying to get out of a situation or, you know, stop attracting certain types of individuals or fight for something greater or better, maybe you want more. Um, taking a second to dial back and not necessarily look at the end goal. Look at the, 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 the smaller decisions that got you to this place, whether it be the clothes that you choose to wear or the way that you choose to um, associate with individuals, conversations that you choose to have, information you choose to absorb or focus on or talk about. Um, all of those little pieces design and develop um, a certain outcome. And, you know, it really, really takes you kind of breaking all of that down and rethinking, maybe I want to take a left today. What, what gets me over the, what happens if I take a left? Do I need to make a U-turn or is that a better route? So that is 
you know, relying on the fact that you're willing to try, the willing that you're willing to attempt to do something different, um, out of the norm, something that could potentially, you know, create more of a um, disruption in your life simply because you know that there needs to be a transition. There needs to be um, a new adjustment to take place. You know, mistakes are unfortunately, you know, interesting because sometimes they're great mistakes. They are, you know, great learning experiences. Sometimes they're devastating, but in every single iteration that they exist in, they are intentional. They are part of divine um, process. They are exactly the way it was supposed to happen. Now, I think the beauty in us as individuals, human beings, we get to take on that information, infer it, process it, nail it down, whatever you want to call it, and be able to reproduce either a new way of approaching the situation or um a better way to um, adjust ourselves so that way we can be able to handle the situation from a, a better perspective. It's up to us to synthesize, to take that information in. How do I reprogram it, reprocess it? What can I add differently? What can I take away? And then approach the situation from a new perspective. And with the mistakes, it's, it has a very negative connotation as if the situation was intentional and you know you knew what you were doing and you knew what was going to happen i think things that are not necessarily included in that concept is hope so when we make a consistent decision in quote unquote the wrong direction it's my belief that there is hope that exists there's faith that exists that the odds are going to work in our favor that there's some sort of um mystical, you know, thing that's happening. And it's really up to us to take things for place value. You know, life is about perspective. It's a huge piece of it all too. So, um, I really don't consider any experience that I've been through, whether quote unquote mistake or a decision, um, that I, you know, I wish I didn't do, um, or anything that I, I took a loss in as a loss. I take it as a learning experience is an opportunity to gain insight. And also when things don't go my way or things don't pan out the way that I anticipated, you know, based on my judgment, um, one, I got to lean closer to God. I got to, you know, rely on him a little bit more. I need to be, you know, um, close to him in order to receive the messages that I need to get me to that next phase, that next place. And the other piece of it all is that I'm human and I make errors or I make decisions that um, are based off of the information I have at that moment. But now that I'm able to reflect and able to um, almost extract and and, um, assess the situation after the fact, because I'm no longer in it, it, it creates a whole new light. It creates a whole new avenue. Now, the, the challenge I have with people who share their mistakes or use their mistakes as the guidance that they give other people, which I'm very much guilty of, I do not want to say that I am a saint when it comes to this, is that something I learned actually from Will Smith's book is that um, we, we give advice based on our own path and everyone has their own path. 
And sometimes, you know, we cross paths, which causes us to have a similarity or to share the same space. And sometimes the paths that we're taking are completely a solo endeavor because it's based off of the light that we can see. Everyone sees light through the end of the tunnel differently. Some of them are not looking. Some are looking behind. Some are afraid to go towards the light. Everyone has a different approach with it. Some of them are like, this is a part of my journey. I want to walk through it, whatever it takes, even if it's in fear, even if it's in you know curiosity, whatever it takes, I'm going to walk through that light. Some of us are so sure of that light that it's there and we just can't wait to be with that light. It doesn't matter the things that we navigate through because we're going towards the light and that's really all that matters. Some of us don't have the complete um, confidence or assurance of that direction. Like, is the light really there? Or is that the figment of my imagination? Um, am I really understanding what's happening right now? Do we have to go towards the light? There's a sense of hesitation that comes in exists in that. Um, some people just really don't care about the light at all. They're just going to wander because they're here and they can. And, you know, they may step on toes. They may create more accidents. They may be more destructive because they've lost the sense of guidance when it comes to the light that we all um, are, are, you know, heading towards. And it really just varies where you're at and what you're trying to do. But the key takeaway in that is that the reality is our lights are magical. They are a grounding source. Um, and there are times where we've taken the light for granted. We've not paid attention. We've not done what was necessary to get towards that light. And again, I'm very guilty of that where you procrastinate or you sell yourself short or you sabotage yourself or you don't believe in yourself. And all of those pieces are an internal battle, which I am completely relearning through finding my joy and connecting with that joy, especially when external things feel um, shaky and hard to connect with and hard to, you know, draw any sense of energy. And I really don't want those things to continue to um, remove, you know, my sense of joy, which is the light within me that connects with the light that I'm, I'm trying to go to. And that's something I'm definitely working on and working through. And it's a very exploratory phase in my life, a vulnerable space in my life where I am trying to speak from my genuine voice. And not to say that I'm not doing that now, but if you listen to my previous episode, I talk about the mad woman and, um, who that person is. And there has been moments in my podcast where I have talked about, um, talked from the mad woman, um, side of things, because that's my protector. That's the person who has protected me from people who weren't on the same path or connected with my path or trying to bombard my path, um, distract me from my path. That's what, you know, where that comes from. Something else that I kind of obtained in the last couple of weeks, I'm actually listening to um, Demi Moore's book called Inside Out, which is, if you haven't read it already, for people who've been through traumatic experiences and have been, um, you know, raised in a very dysfunctional household, but also have held on to the hope of their parents being 
a true parent for them, I think it's such a huge, 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 important piece to um, hear another person's clarity in the dysfunction. So that way you can understand that one, you're not alone. Um, Two, you can have happy endings. Three, you can be wrong about what you perceive to be a reality. And Demi does a really good job of just verbalizing and adding language behind certain things that I wasn't able to really understand. And that's honestly why I read the books that I do. It's because there's so many things within me that I'm not able to articulate because I haven't had access and it requires me to learn a little bit. It requires me to be in the passenger seat of life for a little bit to understand what dots are there. But that was really, really enlightening to t- the way she um, mapped everything out and, and took you along for the ride and gave you the good, the bad, the ugly, and you know the results of some of the decisions that she's made and what that looks like and the the challenges that she's faced. You know, she's faced. I think for us who have made mistakes in the past or who have done things that we're not happy with, it's very easy for us to be. Um, not compassionate to ourselves and love ourselves to, to give us the wholeness in which we are desperately, desperately in search of. And sometimes we, you know, search it and find it in other people, but they can never fit, feel the, fill the hole that they don't even know how deep, how wide, um, how much is already filled, what's actually causing the hole in the first place. It's really up to us to dive into that and to recognize the responsibility that we hold in um, peeling that back and dealing with that hole. So on my quest to understand the dynamics in which I exist in, um, come to terms with my past and the choices that I've made. I don't live in a, a, a place of, of regrets. I don't have any regrets. And I think that's why it, it was easier for me to accept the fact that in each of the scenarios in which I was dealing with, I made the best decision that I could at that time. Um, and also just understanding the grand scheme of things, of how, you know, from my perspective, life works and my connection with God, that I respected um, every decision that didn't go my way or, uh, uh, where I may have caused damage or issues. Um, one of my highest listened episodes is about ending friendships. And, you know, I think the perspective that isn't really shown on that. And as I've learned to be more compassionate with with myself is that, um, I have a lot of shortcomings. I have a lot of pieces that unfortunately I've either had to um, develop and understand myself, you know, internally and just kind of explore that um, on my own. And that doesn't always mean, that didn't always mean that I could be the the person that that partner or that friendship needed because I didn't have it in me. I didn't have that understanding and that severance of the relationship woke up a piece of me that I needed in order for me to see it as a priority. You know, we're always juggling so many different things and so many different things become priorities at different, you know, moments in our life. When we have kids or when we start a new career or we get to an accident, everything shifts every single time. It's a part of the ebb and flow. And 
there are still some pieces of us that we hold on to and we bring with us no matter the scenario. And one of those things I feel are, you know, our perspective on life and um, the mistakes or the guilt or the shame that we hold. And Brene Brown literally studies shame. She's a really great researcher, you know, activist, you know, uh, learner, you know, hearing somebody else learn and knowing that they have no egotistical or ego driven um, um, purpose behind that is very enlightening. I'm definitely a person who is a visual learner. So I need to see you practice it or see it happen in order to almost have it come to light or I need it to be detailed enough where I can conceptualize it. And so, you know, that's why listening to people who are, you know, in the process of practicing the behavior in which I'm trying to adapt or I'm trying to learn more about, or basically this is how I do it in hopes for me to be able to, you know, tweak it for my personal journey and my, from my personal standpoint is so imperative. It's so important because this is a part of filling those holes, those gaps that I didn't receive through parenting. And, um, I was listening to a song and it makes me emotional because I listened to the song before. I think I talked about this in my previous episode. I'm not sure, but um, I've listened to the song before and I love the song. Um, it's called Hold On um, from Tiana Taylor. And she talks about an experience that she's having, I guess, with her husband and just the idea that she's healing and she, you know, she gave her body to somebody who didn't deserve her body and she has daddy issues. You know, a lot of times when I talk about, um, and you'll learn, you'll learn this about people too. Um, when I talk or emphasize on my mom and growing up with her and that whole experience, I shy away from my father because that whole is so great, so vast. It is, it is large. Um, I've yet to find anybody in my life to fill up that hole because nobody can. I have to, I have to fill that hole in order to welcome somebody who can keep that hole from ever existing again. And the idea that, you know, the men that I've dated in the past have been mistakes or they've been um, regrets. It's a part of me exploring and figuring out what works and what, you know, is necessary. Now, this concept of self-development is it begins with self and, you know, doing the work on yourself is very challenging. It's very taxing. It's very lonely. It's very confusing because you don't always know what you need. I am not, um, always the best doctor for myself, you know, and what I need. Life is the best teacher that I can ever have. Um, and I'm trying to absorb the messaging within life. But again, that depends on the priorities that I have. You know, I was going through a phase when I was in school of just trying to maintain my relationship with school because it definitely brought out a lot of resistance. And I don't know if it's because growing up, I didn't necessarily have the support that I needed in a sense that the idea was that it's, it's required. You just have to go. There's no way around it. And in order to please, in order to create a sense of safety for me, I couldn't necessarily um, rebel against that. You know, I didn't want to cause more friction because I was dealing with that. 
So I always went with the flow. I always did my best um, for the most part. And I always felt like there was some sense of authority or, you know, um, appropriate relationship with education. I liked the concept of learning. I just didn't care for it in the the method that it was presented. <laughs> Even to the point where when my 10-year graduation came up, I did not go because I was like, I don't even care. It's not about, it just, I just didn't care about that. But, um, you know, I've made a lot of, you know, choices in my life that have caused effects that I'm even still dealing with right now, still to this day, I'm still dealing with. And I think we all have, but the, the biggest thing is, is that how I hold on to them or how I have my relationship with them is is the goal is not a negative sense where it is bearing weight on me and it is holding me back. It's more of a, a teachable moment. It's a moment where I can learn and reflect and I can understand myself. And something that's been very, very helpful for me is this concept of almost disassociation where you look at your situation like if you were the third party, if you were consoling a friend or if you were, um, you know, giving advice to someone else, because it's a lot easier to, um, to approach when you are not so, or don't feel as emotionally attached to the situation. And, you know, just doing this podcast has really created a space to me. And I've said this a million times over where I can express myself and talk myself, talk through these experiences. And I can't, I can't say to you how much I have looked to other influencers and I hate using influencers because yeah, they may be considered that from a professional stance, but these people are literally lifesavers in certain, certain ways because they can be guiding lights of what's possible in this world, especially when you feel as though you are limited, you are confined, you're between a rock and a hard place. They give you hope to try again, to um, see the different range of outcomes that could potentially happen if you were to just, you know, believe in yourself. If you, Even if you were just there to do something differently. I'm in the process of designing, you know, redesigning my current interior and exterior and um which has led led me to other um you know endeavors that I'm so proud of and I'm so happy for and you know speaking this into existence for myself you know has been challenging because mistakes or what feels like mistakes are always there but if that's a part of the artwork if that's a part of the beauty why would you try to avoid them every single time? Like that doesn't make sense. They're required. They're part of the process, you know, and I'm hoping that that's being translating through this, translated through this process of um, talking about them is that, you know, quote unquote mistakes are a part of the overall picture. It may seem like a mistake to you, but to others and to the person you're becoming, it's that's, that was the unique step that you needed to make. That's a unique place that you needed to be in. That's what it took in order to unlock the information or the opportunity that you couldn't have had, had you had walked the line that you wanted to walk, had you had done the things you wanted to do. You know, for example, dealing with my health these last, what, two, three weeks, um, for a person who needed to relax and to, um, find, you know, a better flow of thing. Um, 
you you can't not do that when you <laughs> have no energy to get up. Like that's your only option is to do that, is to relax, <laughs> you know? And I've had a couple of those days where I'm like, this feels so uncomfortable, but it's necessary. It's a part of everything. I'm not blaming my choice to spring clean without any, you know, form of, you know, protection that I probably should have always had as a mistake. I'm looking at it as an opportunity to say, you know what? I got to experience what it is to just sit my butt down and either be with my thoughts or um be in the home that I live in, be around the people that I'm I'm usually around, limit myself from getting to my endless to-do list. Um you know, it really, really gave me the opportunity to um, be still more than anything else because it was time. All that could change is time. Time was the only thing that was changing everything. And that's not to say it doesn't always do that, but it's such a pleasant feeling that you can come out of something like that, that is maybe from a different perspective could be damning where you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm missing out on everything. Oh my gosh, you know, I can't live. I can't um, get done the things that I want to get done. I have no energy. I'm so frustrated. And don't get me wrong. I had a couple breakdowns where I just was like, okay, this I don't see the the light in this one right now. And I'm feeling very frustrated. But again, that requires you to shift closer to him. That requires you to lean on him extra hard because you have fallen off or because he has something up his sleeve that you can't see. You just have to be there to witness and you won't be able to see it if you're you know, too far from him. So being more connected to God and leaning on him, it's so relieving. And so I'm so grateful to have a relationship with him and, you know, um, knowing that I'm not a mistake. My life isn't a mistake. My choices aren't mistakes. They're not something that maybe externally other people will understand because not their path. It's not for them to see. They can't see what I can see. They don't have the same GPS as me. So no matter what it is that I'm navigating through, they really won't be able to give me an accurate, clear description of what's next because you know, just the way that I look at other people who are in my life, I have I have to look at the whole picture, the entire picture. And that's really hard for people to do because a lot of people like to engage and deal with people from face value, what they can see at this given moment. But there's so many layers that exist and so many different um, dynamics that exist that causes a person to, you know, take shape in their, their current form. And there's so many things that have yet to be explored or yet to exist. And it definitely is eye-opening when it comes to dealing with yourself from that state of mind, when you have to shift gears and say, okay, let me give myself the same compassion and understanding that maybe I would give someone else because one, I deserve it. And two, it's a fact that all of those things are there. It can, it can, it can definitely, you know, relieve, relieve yourself from a lot of weight. Now, I will say that more um, expectations or weight will come on when you shift gears and say, okay, now that I've learned all of this information, or now that I know better, and I understand differently. What can I do to? Um, 
you know, create better odds for myself or, you know, break a cycle. I mean, these are hefty initiatives to do. These are hefty asks um, out of yourself and life and they take time and, and patience. Um, but they take more perseverance, consistency, and strength than anything else. And, you know, I don't think there's a, a complete way to write a mistake, um, or what, you know, you deem as a mistake. I think it's more of recognizing the true path that you're on or the true impact of your path and finding ways to, um, stay aligned with that. And that's inner work. That's something you do within yourself more than anything else. Because again, externally, we cannot change. We cannot adjust anything. But internally, we can make the effort to peel back um, the layers and recognize them, understand them, and maybe even rearrange them, you know, come to terms with them. Um, So that way we can persevere. We can uplift ourselves. We can remove the ones that are just not supposed to be there in the first place, you know, and healing is, isn't always just shedding everything. I, you know, I'm learning a little bit more where it's also about loving the pieces of us that we didn't expect to be there or are there and have caused, you know, some other sense of hurt and pain. And the reality is for those who are dealing with a lot of hurt and pain or have a unhealthy relationship with that, the chances of us, um, giving that out as a gift to other people, unfortunately, are extremely high because that's our language. And it's really up to us as individuals to understand that sometimes we do fall short of the version of us we want to be. And we are entitled to making errors and and, and having to make adjustments. But the pieces that require us to move forward and take the next steps, um, truly, truly are a, a work within ourselves. It's completely a work within ourselves. And to give ourselves the grace, it's within ourselves. Others may not agree with it. Others may feel like you don't deserve grace. You don't deserve compassion. You don't deserve understanding because they haven't come to terms with our you know, missteps or our learning experiences. And that's completely natural. But like I said before, it is a path that is a solo path and is designed for us. They can't see what the outcome of all of this looks like. They can't see um, the complete vision of what it is that we've had to endure. We can only paint a picture with words or with pictures, but the feelings associated with those experiences and the innate, almost like, um, you know, natural instincts of reaction or expression or handling things the way that we choose to handle things, um, definitely from a negative state of mind is, can only be experienced through us. And it's, it's something that we have to live with. It's something that we have to adapt to, but we can always adjust and change, keep absorbing the information. You know, I, I, again, just, you know, really, really resonate with the different what's called influencers or the individuals who are external from me, who I reach out to, to find me, to give me comfort, to give me hope, inspiration, motivation, um, that I rely on to produce content, to fulfill my desire, to want to be a better person and to fill up my cup when I need that to happen. Um, 
I don't, I didn't realize until, you know, being ill and being so still and having to just sit back and really can't do anything, how important they are in my life of my process of evolution and growing. And I'm so grateful to all the influencers and content creators who produce things that are uplifting and encouraging and supportive. And it just, it, it gave me a whole new understanding about what I'm doing and how I'm contributing to that environment and that, um, that world. Um, I've had people, you know, that I've talked to talk about how, you know, transformative my podcasts have, have been, and I'm grateful for that. I'm so appreciative of that. Um, it makes me feel really, really good that people can count on someone who is still trying to figure out life and is not perfect and is not completely, um, always right. Um, but is, is, is a good person and has a good heart and is trying to put that first. But that doesn't mean that the pieces of me that um, are still in progress um, aren't included to the party. They're very much included. I just hope that, you know, your joy isn't stolen or taken or disrupted by anyone, either because you allow it or you feel like it doesn't belong to you. I hope that everyone listening is able to believe in themselves, love on themselves in a way that no one else has. And, and you can start filling those holes um, and understanding what it's going to take and how long it'll take in order to get to that place where you feel more comfortable, um, where you feel more complete. Because, you know, life is short and life is intended to move at its own pace. We're just participating in it. And I hope that you have the um, energy and the effort to, um, you know, make something up this, 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 this time that we have here and connect with others and connect with yourself and learn yourself. It's really never too late to be able to understand who you are and why you are the way that you are. Um, and you know, things in life are, are truly beautiful. And I hope that you gravitate towards that and you go where you are loved, go where you are appreciated, go where you are celebrated, um, to keep your joy alive, to keep your, your focus where it needs to be. And, um, I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode. Thanks so much for listening.